Let the conversation continue with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Ellie De La Cruz with one hell of a pop off the bat that you heard there. Adam Frazier, Orioles as well. Bally with the call, ESPN as well. Uh, I mean, these are two teams, Trista, that you look at. Young and the Orioles and the Reds, talented. I would argue the Reds are overachieving and the Orioles are maybe taking that next step when last year was their overachieving team. But, man, they are two teams that are fun to watch right now. And it's also fun to look at those 17-to-1 tickets we have on the Reds to win the division. And you just yes. you keep rooting for it, man. I'll tell you what. Every single time. Oh, I need to ring the bell. I just saw you put this here. Wait, wait, Go ahead. Why do I need to ring the bell? Set it up. Here we go. All right. We had Tyler Glass now under one and a half earned runs. He gets out in seven innings pitched with three hits which would have cashed the under four and a half hits that we gave out as well, and one earned run. So that is plus 120. That is a ding. Ding, there ding, you ding. Go. We cashed. There's your ding. Got it. 5-1, top of the ninth. I can't wait to Domingo ding the bell Herman. for uh, the Reds to win the division, though. That I'm, that, also, that I'm waiting for. real quick. <laughs> yeah? The oh, Yankees, you got another one? I just saw this. John Heyman, no. John Heyman just posted on uh, the New York Post that the Yankees have let interested teams know that they are open to talk about their walk-year players, which is Harrison Bader, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, Wandy Peralta, and Luis Severino, who nobody wants Luis Severino right now because he's got <laughs> awful. But probably Harrison Bader could, could get you something back. Yeah, I can't see the Yankees not making a single move at the deadline. But I feel like they also would try and not even be like heavy buyers, but just add something, right? Like they can't stand pat and not do anything. My God, New York would freak out if they didn't do a single thing at the deadline. Oh, they've been freaking. They yeah, have how, been How has it been for you freaking. doing your WFAN show? I, I, can, I can't even it's imagine. Mets fans despondent. Yankees fans furious. Anthony Rizzo's first, what, 37, 40 games or something like that. He's batting in the 300s. And now he's batting, I think, 190. So it's been it's been fun. It's been fun. <laughs> yeah, fun for you, but you know, not really. It's tough, man. You hate you hate it when your teams are supposed to contend and they actually are really bad. Oh yeah, I mean, listen, we have it every year in every sport, and it look it's interesting, right? Because you go around baseball and look at the Orioles and the Rays and the Reds, and you're going, these are all young teams and they're inexpensive. It's just a lot of really young talent. Now, I'm not saying that baseball is going to switch to the point where, like, every team is just going, hey, let's find young talent and let's make sure we boost up our, our front office and have the best talent evaluators and go poach them from other organizations. There's going to be teams that are going to spend money because they have to spend money. You need stars in New York. You need stars in Los Angeles. But in some of these other markets, like Cincinnati, where it's maybe harder to get some big star free agents or Baltimore totally. or Tampa – this this is this is proof that you have a little more parity in baseball just just based on that alone. And we've got a division race in the AL East coming out of the Orioles and Rays this year. It's the Orioles and Rays to win the AL East. We've got the NL Central where you've got the Reds half a game up on the Brewers right now. Now, Orioles, Rays, better teams I'd say even than the Reds and Brewers, but look it, we're seeing this happen where you're getting more of that parity in baseball and you get opportunities early in the year where if you see them, like the Reds, you jump on that opportunity when there's a really good price for them to win the division if you think, hey, they can carry this through the rest of the season, especially given who's behind them in the standings. Yeah, I wonder how much more the Cubs are going to... Now Cody Bellinger's off, uh, off of the trade block. 
they want to make more moves. They have already made some moves. So I'm curious how much more the Cubs are going to do too because they're young. They're sort of inspiring. They're doing a little bit of the half in, half out, some veterans, some young guys. Very different than a team like Baltimore or Cincinnati like you mentioned, right? Like those are teams that are feasting on their young talent. But, yeah, I think the Cubs are another interesting team that, like uh, Bob Nightingale said earlier, were in the exact same spot as the Mets, and they diverged in terms of their philosophy and what they were going to do moving forward. Cubs go for it. Mets disintegrate. Yeah, it's we're getting down to the point, too, where like any team that wants to try and make a run, like this is kind of your last gasp. It's what you do at the deadline. It's what you do over the next few weeks even to really give yourself an opportunity. Like, you know, that's how baseball goes. It's so fast where all of a sudden you're sitting here talking about, oh, wait, it's no longer, oh, we've got a long season. It's this stuff matters, like right now at this very moment. But there, I, I just, you know, I, I, can, I just feel like there's got to be at least one team that you could find that might be able to sneak in at least in the wild card and the problem is it's just, I mean, in the AL, I just have no confidence in teams like the Red Sox or the Yankees. I don't even know about the Angels. Like, to bet the Angels to make the playoffs, like, I, I, it just, it's, it's too difficult for me to count on a team like that. So if you're... Maybe I mean, if Miami. You're, yeah, maybe it is Miami. Maybe Miami's that team. I mean, they're in the second wild card spot right now. Mm-hmm. But they're... Well, they're, I mean, yeah, they're tied with the Brewers right now. Maybe that's the spot you jump on. The Phillies are talented, though. The Phillies are a they good are. team, and they're half a game out of a wild card spot. That may be another team that could sneak in. Like, the NL's got a real opportunity, I think, to have a, a wild card race coming down to the very end. Well, in the American League, I mean, it's right now you're looking at the Rays and Blue Jays and Astros at the top. They're Blue Jays and Astros, both same records. Red Sox, two and a half out. Yankees, three and a half out. Angels four games out, Mariners four and a half. Like I just the teams that are out are going in the wrong direction. But if you're looking in the National League, you could maybe pounce on the Phillies. You could look at maybe the Diamondbacks and say, okay, those are two teams. Like you said, maybe the Cubs. Maybe the Cubs do something at the deadline and actually add to this. And then they're a team that sits three and a half back right now that finds a way to jump in. And the Marlins fall off as another one. Even though, yeah, I don't think you're crazy yeah. to say the Marlins are maybe that team too. But the National League just feels like there's more opportunities to really bet on maybe one or two teams that you think could be playoff teams that aren't sitting in that playoff picture right now. Yeah, I'm looking through that right now as well. And maybe it's Arizona also. They were they were leading the division for a while, for a long time. They're only, mm-hmm. what, one game back of the wild card spot. So maybe you have some faith in them and what they can do too. They're very, very fun team. Pretty good away team too, 28 and 22 on the road. So, yeah, I mean, maybe that's a team that would inspire some faith. And also, listen, the Padres right now – have been a lot better than everyone's giving them credit for because, listen, their run differential is quite high, one of the best in all of baseball. They have just have gotten pretty unlucky in terms of just their injuries and their defense has been okay. But, like, that's a team as well that it doesn't look like they're going to sell either. So maybe they get hot close to the end of the stretch. They're what? They're three they got what five games back of the wild card three game winning streak and they just beat the hell out of the rangers for like 16 runs i'm looking at some of the strengths of schedule the rest of the way here you got a team like the marlins 
who are tied for the third toughest schedule the rest of the way with the Mets. Now, we know the Mets are obviously selling off and going the rest of the direction, but maybe this is an opportunity then for Miami to now fall out of that race, and you start digging down a little bit. Arizona's got the is 11th in strength of schedule. Uh, the Dodgers are in at 20th, but the Dodgers are going to make the playoffs. The, oh, my God. So Okay, so the, the, Braves have, the Braves are 24th in strength of schedule. Best record in the majors, and... They're, the average win percentage they'll see the rest of the way is under 500. That is wow. a, the Braves are going to run away with that. And you know what, though? That worries me. The teams that win the division and get to the playoffs really easily, they're the ones that aren't as sharp when you get to the playoffs. We've seen it happen with the Dodgers many times. We've seen it happen with the Nationals over the years. That, that's the one risk, I think, with the Braves betting the Braves to win the World Series is that do they just coast the rest of the way and then you get to the playoffs and they're not sharp like some of these other teams that are fighting for a playoff spot late in the season. Yeah, what about also Milwaukee, who's got the 29th hardest yep. strength of schedule? They play teams at a 481 win percentage, and they're right in the mix. As long as they, they don't win the division, what? Trista. No winning that division. Yeah. Can't have that. Can't, Can't win the division. That. But they're only one What one game. They're in it. They're in the wild card right now. That's an interesting they, one as well. They see the Pirates and the Cardinals seven more times. So the tw- your 29th in strength of schedule, second easiest schedule, and you're going to see the Nats six more times, Cardinals seven more times, the Pirates seven more times, plus the Rockies, White Sox, and Padres, who I guess at this point were just con- consider a bad team, and it's just going to be the way that it is. Yeah, maybe Milwaukee is that team that you kind of you sneak in with then. That's really what it's going to come down to, I think, for a couple of these. But we won't know for sure until the trade deadline pass. Like, that's really... Yeah. You have to sit there and kind of see how these rosters reshape before you start getting confident in what team is, one, what their mindset is. If they're aggressive at the deadline, like we know, the Angels want to make the playoffs. They've shown us that with their actions. But I'm not that confident that they're still going to go in there and sneak into the playoffs and even get ahead of the Yankees and get ahead of the Red Sox. So, yeah, maybe maybe this is a team in Milwaukee that you start to look at, too. Yeah. I'm looking at the make-or-miss playoff tab and it's just mm-hmm. gone i know so, so i looked it up too to... it's complete they were taken off the board completely now i think it's just because a lot of the games yeah. are going on so because that's the one thing i really want to see too like some of it is obviously going to be based on you know where that value is right but you know mm-hmm. even if you don't have the odds in front of you you can still say all right this is a team first and foremost you just got to start and have the mindset of i think this team is trending up right now right like the rest of the division or the teams that are in front of them in the standings or i'm hearing rumors and sometimes that's where you jump in on it. Rumors that they're going to go out and be aggressive before the trade deadline actually passes. All right. Then totally. maybe that's when you start. Again, it's all right. We're, we're predicting and, and trying to forecast what could happen. And it may be three or four steps ahead. But sometimes it's just putting a little sprinkle on those three to four steps ahead that actually then pays off occasionally, too. There's actually, I didn't know if you knew this, but uh, they have an MLB trade deadline tab where it's, team that Eduardo Rodriguez throws first regular season pitch for after August 1st. Baltimore (laughs) Orioles plus 280, Reds plus 400, Braves plus 500, Tigers plus 550, any other team plus 600. And then Josh Hader, who has been rumored to be almost ungettable, Mm -hmm. uh, you can bet on who he plays for after August 1st. Padres obviously very heavy favorites, minus 900. Uh, Houston Astros 13 to 1. Any other team, 15 to 1. But this one's very interesting. This one's the Justin Verlander throws for season okay. pitch. 
Astros plus 180, Ash, Ashu. All right. Uh, Dodgers plus 185, Mets plus 265, Orioles, which are in the mix for him, plus 900. That's a legal could, book. Wow. Huh. I can get your better odds offshore, by the way. You can. You know, as Trista likes to say. Shop around. Shop around. What you got? Astros Shop plus one fifty. Dodgers plus two hundred. Rangers five to one. Angels five to one. Orioles twelve to one. Mm. Wow, because I can get Rangers twenty eight to one. Wow. These these shop people around. need to get their s together. Yeah. Hashtag shop around. Yeah. Shop around. Five shop or twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. I, wow. I don't think there's any chance that Verlander is that Verlander stays in New York. They can't. It's, it's a waste at this point. It's a waste. Doesn't make any damn sense. He's making so much money. He's got that player option. The Mets aren't going to be good. They really thought they were doing something this offseason. They really thought they were putting together something. If Let me ask you this. If Edwin Diaz doesn't go down with season-ending injury in the World Baseball Classic, did, do they demolish this team? Do they blow it up? It's hard to think that one player would dictate that much. But it really set the tone for this entire season, and it really, really put him in a bad spot on the back end there. So I would so I would say no, but let's just say their record is close to this. Maybe they still do, and maybe he ends up getting on the, on the block. I, I, it's, oh God, I, it's just it's crazy how bad this team has been. When you go and throw out all this money, it's never a guarantee, but it just it's just felt like everybody that went there got their big checks. And then just decided yeah. they didn't care anymore. And that's all that it is. Here's here's a okay, I'll at least say this. Justin Verlander Orioles. Now, the Orioles have a real chance here to win this division. They haven't been overly aggressive. They got a lot of young players on that roster. They could use a veteran. They won't be committed to long term. I talked to somebody a few weeks ago that told me Max Scherzer might waive his no-trade clause and the teams to watch were the Orioles and the Rangers. Well, turns out it was the Rangers. Do the Orioles now pivot and make another deal with the Mets, get aggressive, and get somebody like Justin Verlander for the final stretch of the season so they can not only make the playoffs but actually try and win this division, which is clearly very winnable for them now? Yeah, I mean, and they're, they already have a really good rotation. You've got... Kyle Bradish, Dean Kramer, Kyle yep. Gibson, John Means, who's on. John Means is on uh, the IL for 60 days. So, yeah, I like it. I like it. I like the thought a lot. There's certainly the – the price makes it a little bit more intriguing, too, if we're being totally. honest here. So that doesn't uh, totally. doesn't necessarily take the rest of it away. But, yeah, I, I, I just don't think there's any way that Justin Verlander stays with the Mets after the trade deadline. Uh, it's gotten a little quiet in the NBA. What's the holdup with some of the big stars that could still be on the move? It's BetMGM tonight.